0: So Lena, did you say that uh you you've been on you just got back from a vacation?
1: Just got back from vacation. I'm European and I was back visiting family in Denmark where I'm from. Uh-huh. And then we went to Italy for two weeks. So uh Ugh. I cannot complain. <laughs> I had a oh, really good gosh. time.
0: Where, where in Italy did you get to go?
1: we and it was in Rome we have some friends who have a small village a small town a, a small uh, his parents' house in a small town it was called Frasso outside of Rome and then we went through Tuscany and hit the hit the coast as well and took the train back to Rome so yes we we did it
0: oh man that's it's on my list I have never been well I was when I was a baby I was a little bitty oh, baby uh, okay. least, of course I remember nothing but it's been yes. on my list yeah. Back
1: yeah we had a really good family trip uh like years ago with my with my family and my husband and i my two kids and during the pandemic it was one of that came up again and again it's like oh what was one of the best trips we had and and so it's like we need and that was that trip to italy so it's like oh we need to do that again um and kind of the combo a big city renting a little fiat pondo going around the countryside but also being on the trains The european trains are just great right and, and you know, we have teens, so it's just fun to fun to travel with them in that way.
0: Yeah, I can't wait with the with travel coming back. You know, it's opening back up, and I mean, we just did a month remote, but coming, it's not the same as like a vacation, vacation. And we've been just trying to figure out where where will we go. And Europe keeps coming up because we just we just miss it so much.
1: I know, I know. Yeah, well, I always miss it because it's my it's my home continent, uh, <laughs> but um, uh, but yes, it was lovely to be back.
0: Nice. Well, welcome back. You ready to get started? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. Okay, Welcome to today's edition of CXR Recruiting Community Podcast. Now, weekly, this is where we come together with recruiting industry leaders, practitioners, analysts, personalities, and friends just to kind of talk about what's going on, what's top of mind for them, and just to catch up live. Now, if you haven't already, please be sure to hit subscribe and like on our podcast show wherever you may be watching or listening. We broadcast on all of the major platforms like uh, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and Probably a few that you've never heard of, uh, but we're also streaming on uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, and of course our own website at CxrWorks/podcast. Now, those likes and subscribes are what drive the creation of more of these episodes. Uh, our member leaders and your comments on those channels uh, help to determine what the topics are and who we invite as a guest. Which is why I'm pleased to introduce today's guest. And while it is her first time on our community podcast, it is not her first time in front of our members. Uh, Lena Machbach is an expert in remote collaboration and productivity. She has contributed to countless sessions and even CEO Annette Dahl's book, Global Perspectives. And she is the founder and managing director of Global Leap Consulting and one of our most recent lecture series presenters. You can find more about that on CXR.org slash lecture, by the way. But Lena, I want to go ahead and welcome you to the show. It's really great to see you again.
1: Thank you. And thanks for inviting me in. I think it came up after uh, the lecture conversation back in, I think back in May or something, mm-hmm. uh, and I was happy that you guys reached out. So thanks for inviting me.
0: Oh, it was immediate. I mean, it was uh, the response we got from our members because the topic was Remote 3.0, right, this, wor- this work piece that we're all sort of struggling with. Uh, and, and it was immediate because people were like more. We need some more of that, <laughs> or some more information. So it's just fantastic. Lena, before we really jump in, why don't you kind of give everyone a little bit of sort of, I like to call an escalator pitch uh, of who you are and what you do and and why people should, yeah, (laughs) why people should be paying attention to you.
1: Okay, well, uh, my name is Line Mørkbak, and you can see by my name that even though I'm joining from the west coast of the U.S., I'm not uh, American. I, I do live in the U.S. with my family, uh, but I'm originally from Denmark. I'm Danish, uh, lived in Europe for a lot of my career, uh, but uh, I run my own business, uh, which is called Global Leap uh, Consulting, where I'm supporting international teams. Uh, collaborate together. And that collaboration very, very often happens in a remote space. Uh, I've been doing remote work for 15, 16 years. So a long time before there was any uh, COVID uh, words uh, and bugs in the world. Um, and I've been helping people to connect, uh, build their team, uh, build that uh, uh, rapport with each other uh, and, um, and feel that you ha- get a sense of team, even if you're not get a chance to be in the same office every day. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that, Lena, because one of the things I wanted to ask you, you, you've obviously been doing this type of work, right? This collaboration uh, and workspace uh, thought leadership for quite some time, long before the pandemic ever rolled around, right? Before what you say, before there were these bugs uh, floating around. So uh, in the last two years, is there anything that has really stood out to you? Because you've been doing it long before that, this emergence, this crazy phenomena of hybrid work and remote work. Is there anything that really stands out to you uh, that that you've sort of watched happen in the last couple of years?
1: Oh yes, yes. Um, uh, I think two things. Two things really stand out. First of all uh people's curiosity and appetite uh, many of us who've done this for a long time have been for years and years are saying okay you can do this okay you can't you don't have to send people across the world on on crazy travel budget all the time right. we could do an off-site where we come together hybrid or we come together remote and i'm happy to design it for you and and create that space and of course i did a lot of that but it was a it was a high sometimes it was hard to sell and it was hard to convince people and of course what happened with the pandemic was people they had to listen, they had to do it. And a lot of them experienced themselves, which was great to see because yes, I got pulled in as an expert for a lot of things, but a lot of this doesn't always need the experts. A lot of it is also like mess around with yourself, try and find out what is your style to have a conversation. Are you already facilitating meetings, facilitating workshops? How do you do that? And how do you then want to do that online? so that would say that was one thing that really it's been wonderful to see that people's curiosity and appetite has been, um, have been enlivened and 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 kind of. Uh, kickstarted. So it's great to see, okay, we're not having conversations on like, how do I turn on Zoom? But really like, oh, (laughs) how do I also share my music? What kind of whiteboard is your favorite? You know, what's these other tools we can use? Um, So that's one thing that I would say. Another thing is something that those of us who've done this work for a long time also know is that we really have to be very careful when we work online and remote to uh, manage our own time. Uh, because we can get really end up overworking ourselves getting mm-hmm. burned out because we can always be on and oh it's okay i can have my nice shirt up here and i can be in my pj's and yes i can jump on that meeting even though it's 11 p.m. maybe you shouldn't be jumping on that meeting at 11 p.m. maybe you should ask a colleague to get some of the the, the main notes from that and know that your colleague is there representing your team and you don't need to be there so part another thing that i've seen is people Wanting to do it all, being like, "Oh, like, why we can do all this? Look how product product, uh, productive we can be!" But we are going to burn out if we continue to do that. People who've done this for a long, long time knows that. So it's also really looking at our work patterns. Have some good rituals in terms of how do we, when do we step into work, when do we step away, when do we get our exercise, how do we create. Ways to still have a commute in our life, or some reflection times, downtime, and um, get those shower ideas. Like create that patterns because just because we can, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean we should be online all the time with our colleagues.
0: It's Lena. It's interesting you say that. So I have been remote for maybe a decade now, uh, almost fully remote, and in the last six years fully remote, mm. uh, and. This, this migration was not a challenge for me or, pe- or people like me who've been doing that. We figured out our, our work boundaries, right? I'm not going to say balance. I don't, I don't think there's work-life balance. I think there's work-life boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so I think we figured those out. We figured out that in order to be productive, we still have to brush our teeth and brush our hair, even though we're not going to look at anybody, right? We knew those things. But it occurred to me a few months ago that a lot of people are still struggling after two years yes. of working this way. And I'm wondering if it is more a reflection of their leadership and the support given to them to work that way or, or, and I don't know if you, if you, I'd be interested to know if you see it a little bit differently, but like, you know, yeah. if I just pop you down and say you can work remote, you're fine. But if my leaders aren't behind that or don't know how to do it either, am, am I suffering?
1: yes i think every time with leadership good leadership is when they those people are also role modeling and being very explicit about hey i found out what works for me is to have a structure and not just fall into pj uh, i'm still at college i'll just crunch this out when i need to that kind of thing yes there's a freedom in it it's kind of like a novelty for a moment but we're adults and we also need to have a life outside of our work and we also want to show up great refreshed and eager to do the work when we are showing up and doing great collaboration with our colleagues um so i think uh, modeling and and being very explicit and have conversations and even like inspirational conversation pulling people in to share some of that but also um uh, giving some guidelines around oh what are within some very rarely can you do it like company-wide but you can do it within within departments you can do it within teams having good conversations around what are our rough, roughly our times when we can get hold of each other and what channels are okay to get hold on each other uh, on each other through right like yeah. and having those kind of collaboration agreements and those conversations up front um so that we are getting that we're making it very clear that people should create those boundaries, but th- they are themselves going to know. Oh, I love to work early because then I'll take a morning run at ten after, mm-hmm. you know, after I'm done. So it's not like I want you to tell I can't work at six because I. It's great for me to work at six, and then, you know, so so it's it's it. That's what this new way of working has really opened up for is uh, how do we get all that flexibility in there and also. Make sure that we we guide people to create boundaries that their that their workplace is a healthy container that they that they can mm. that they can design themselves.
0: Are you are you seeing in my newsfeed, what I'm seeing lately is an awful lot of um, and I don't have a kinder word for it, but a lot of fear mongering uh, headlines that are telling millennials uh, and the following generations. That they just better not get used to working in their pajama pants right and then, and they're telling them that that flexibility is on its way out uh mm-hmm. those days are done yeah. uh do, do you are you seeing the same thing in is that a custom feed for me uh, are, are you yeah. seeing some of the new, new snippets coming I your do- way
1: I do think there is uh, an older generation that wants that to be the truth, <laughs> um, and who's also saying, "Yes, we're not a college, uh, so it has to be serious, um, and therefore we can't necessarily just get it how we want and and train for an Ironman as the weights at the same time as I'm uh, having a career job, you know those kind of things, right? Um, and uh, and, and I think there's a certain mindset where it becomes either or. So now you have to get back and this is what work looks like. And mm-hmm. I think that as we're now um, phasing out or of the pandemic, if we are, I mean, we don't know, it's ch- things are changing, right? Like, and we're yeah. getting, we're definitely um, getting used to that there's a certain way that we, that. that we can't expect how we are working and more and more hybrid is popping up. And the hybrid becomes that conversation of like, um, and different organizations do different things, right? Like I just work with a, with a big company out of Sweden um, where, where they're like, well, as an organization, we're deciding you can't do a hundred percent remote, but you can, um, you have to have some sort of presence in the office, but within your team, you're deciding what that, Office presence is because we're going to do hybrid. And maybe that in your team is like once a month, or maybe it's three times a week. You have that conversation and figure out what works in your team. And then you settle on that for a period of time and then it comes back up for a renegotiation and you figure that out, right? Um, so that's the beauty of hybrid. And that's what I see more and more becomes this um actually the what would you call it like the the compromise between the people saying we have to go back and that is how we do serious work and the people's like well i just want to be promote uh, remote forever and ever um is the hybrid right and and finding out well what are the what are the ways that's beneficial for us to do in person and let's then focus on when are those oh that's our annual all hands on deck for the organization we want that to be in person Great. Uh, we want a uh, our monthly um strategy conversation that should be in person. But these other things we can do remote. Or as a team, we might say, Oh, we definitely want Monday morning to be in person because there's something that happens in terms of how we play plan the week. So that's how we do it, right? So, so it's those conversations I think are important and not the fear-mongering.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I think what I what I think I hear you saying is it's not those organizations who are saying, you got to be here three days a week. You pick the days. That's just not enough. It, it that that's checking a box. That's making sure that the real estate we paid for gets utilized. That's just you know that we that's not um, being mindful of why they need to come into the office or necessarily coordinating to make the most of the office time. Because I, I got to tell you, we we know some folks who who were forced to go back into the office and they're back in the office doing Zoom calls. And it's making them a little crazy that their employers are checking card swipes and they're making sure people are coming in the doors but they're saying look i'm i'm sitting in i'm sitting in a cubicle all day long on on a video call i could have done this at home i didn't even need to put pants on
1: exactly exactly and so so i think that's where we're that's where i think there was a a lot of organizations like oh when we can get back let's get back X amount of days of the week, right? Yes, the real estate we have, and also because they also there was a portion of colleagues who really did not do very well online, and mm-hmm. they needed to come back, right? Uh, and sure. then there's and then there was also some sort of uh, equality of like there's people who have to be here because of productions or uh, keeping the lights on, and it also fair that because they had to be here during the pandemic, now we're also back, you know. So I think right now we're in this period where we're trying to figure out well what makes sense going. Forward, because what I can see here, I'm based in Portland, Oregon. What I can see with several organizations here is like, oh, they had like three floors in an office building. Well, now they have one floor, mm-hmm. and then they're starting to use different ways of coming together. And um, there's a there's a a really cool new startup here, which is which is kind of like. Um, like airbnb but for office spaces um okay and so it's like oh well if you don't ha- only have so many now there's this amount of cubicles and these amount of office spaces but now there's a budget for you to then hire uh, like book uh, meeting rooms or houses in portland for you to do, do those in-person things that you want to do with your team it doesn't have to be in the office but you get back into um you know hanging out together so there is a so i think that's some of the new things that's happening Is like oh the company can say great we don't have to pay for all these square footage we'll create. Qu- we'll pay for a third of it and then we'll spend we'll we'll spend that we'll use that momentum to start refining what does my what is the people need um if they were trying to design our workspace as a coffee shop well They could just hang out in the coffee shop if that's what they want. And then we don't have to have a coffee shop. Right. Like, or you know what I mean? Like, I think those changes are are some of the things we're going to see.
0: It's a it's a tough pill to swallow. I'll use the Bay Area because I lived out there for a number of years. It's a tough pill to swallow for organizations who have five, five buildings. Right. Or, Or 20 buildings on this campus that they have built. Uh, so I, I can, I can absolutely hear the argument of all creativity goes, uh, our culture gets damaged, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of walking down a path of, you know, the only way that happens is if you don't get innovative, if you don't get smart about how you change it, it's not about coming in three days a week. It's about what you're going to do and be, be really, really mindful of what that in office time should look like
1: yes and i think that's a really important thing to 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 kind of get at the heart of because most of organizations unless they were startups that were that grew out of being remote to begin with but most other organizations have a culture that was built around an in-person presence and an in-person office so some organizations feel a little desperate or lost like what happens with our culture if that's not who we are and it's a great opportunity to go then go see well let's then look at what are some core values that's really central to us and what are some ways in terms of our product in terms of um in in terms of the things that we want to change in the world how we want to come together what kind of colleagues do we want to pull in that we want to work together with that's our culture and that is now going to get built on and added to that culture that you had but now it might be some sort of hybrid and then take that i would encourage you to take that take that um Grab that kind of invitation to see what does yeah. that then look like as we're shaping a culture that's not necessarily just defined around the physical building that we're in.
0: Yeah, it seems to me there might be an opportunity for a product. I'm sure somebody's already doing this, but that is more than just a, a scheduling platform, but something internally that helps with a more meaningful schedule. You know, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what it looks like, but I feel like if no, I, could, yeah. do you know what I, I mean, like. yeah
1: because one thing you're hitting at here which is one thing that's very challenging around hybrid is like okay well i want to be in on those two days my other colleagues want to be on on this those days and they're like great now i'm here and no one's here because they were here yesterday and they're not here today so a big piece of hybrid is to be very adult and mature around the, co- the collaboration and the organ like coordinating of when are we deciding that we're going to show up together and yes we, we want flexibility guess what it's not a one person gig like we have to be like oh exactly. that works for my colleagues then i'm going to come in on that day because that's what we decide works for us or
0: visibility can i can, do I have visibility into when my colleagues have already said they'll be in exactly i'm more so likely they, to connect with them
1: a cool app called cafe that actually does that uh, that gives that it's kind of like a. it's a way of everyone can say oh well today i'm working from remote and i'm going to see clients so you to text my cell phone because or whatsapp because i'm going to be on the road today i am going to be working with this pres- big presentation send me an email but i'll only be checking it periodically or today i'm going to be in the office i hope to see you at lunch in the cafeteria so there's a way you can do that where can you find me even though I am different places, because it yeah. really is about where can I find you? You're my colleague. I need you today. I have a question. I'm sure you can help me. Where are you? Oh, I'll text you on WhatsApp and I get you. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Can we make the live meetings as easy as we've learned to make the virtual meetings?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, so, so Lena, what, um, what, what's another resource? I mean, you mentioned cafe, but are there any other resources that someone may be struggling to be their most productive self when working? remotely should, should sort of check out to, to help with their productivity?
1: Um, I, and this is one thing that actually came up when we had our lecture, uh, there's a, a f- I love to use um, uh, two different apps that's uh, helping me with my, my own personal productivity. I use yeah. what's called Cave Day, which is a community that goes in and do these kind of productivity slots together. Uh, so you're just kind of being helped of like turn off all your, all vacations, we're going to do sprints together for like you know two hours or one hour depending on what you sign up for Uh, so that's a tool cave day i really like that community and what people do there together um it's not you're not presenting anything or you're not but you're just kind of you're stepping into a space and someone else is holding it for you and then you just do those kind of um uh very concentrated, uh, focused work, uh, which is some of the things that a lot of us is missing because it gets so fr- kind of fractured and we get pulled in many different directions. Uh, so that's where I get my most most of my work done, and um, in those kind of uh, uh, yeah productivity slots. So that's one tool that I use quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm uh yeah we were just talking about hybrid and so this is not so much about well this is more about productivity as a as a team okay um uh with a uh, uh, a a government client here in the u.s that i uh, uh, uh worked with uh i that work came out to be a um i like a we we developed a a, what's called a hybrid blueprint, like a, a way that you can use as a team as you're starting working um, together hybrid, the conversations that's important to to kind of have to make sure you have a good platform for that hybrid, converse, that collaboration, come on, some of these kind of negotional pieces, like what is, is this how we do, is this how we do, so a lot around uh, digital inclusiveness, like how can mm-hmm. you make sure that whatever happens, no matter if I'm at home or in the office, everyone in the team has that information. So I'm not left out. And because that's a big part about hybrid. It's like, oh, is it only the people who are in the office who suddenly gets the great, great juicy projects because they were <laughs> around when the decision. Well, was that, made? I mean, that's what
0: everybody was saying, right? The, the, if yeah. they see you, they're getting work. If they don't see you, you're, you're not getting the work. You're not getting the athletes.
1: Yeah, so that's important that we're aware of that bias around proximity, right? Like, oh, he's right there. He must be the great person for that. No, no, no. Actually, Lisette has had a lot of experience with that. She's not in as often. She works a lot remote. She should be, she might be the one who should do yep. this, right? Even though I don't see her every day because she's known even in once a month, right? So, yep. so. So yeah, the the hybrid blueprint that I developed, that's a great resource as well, if I may promote one of my own ones as yep,
0: well. Absolutely, and it's at uh, gleapconsult.com, right?
1: Correct, yes. Okay.
0: Well, and there's another thing that you're also working on that seems pretty incredible to me. So before we go, I wanna talk a little bit about it, and that's this, this Future of Work 24 Hours Can you talk a little bit about, we got a fancy, well, I'm gonna throw a little fancy. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, a, little, a little ticker on the bottom, but can you can you talk to us about that?
1: thank you for asking this is my not my physical baby but it's one of my babies and um, a colleague of my april jefferson and i uh, started this project about three years ago it just came out of a conversation out of a passion of ours we are both very uh, passionate about what's called open space like when you come together and create an agenda, a whole conference together over an overall theme. But you don't have keynotes. You don't have people that's that any schedule that's uh, done ahead of time. But the people who show up and is interested, they create the agenda, uh, throw in topics, host sessions um, together. So it's very organic, self, well, it's very self-organized. And Future of Work 24 Hours is where we once a year, it happened in May, it's going to happen in May again in 2023, we do that online. For five hundred people from around the globe, so it runs for twenty-four hours, so it hits everyone's time zones, um, and it's all volunteers. This year, we had sixty volunteers who designed and curated and held that space for everybody. I
0: just, I just uh, think that's incredible. For those who are listening and not watching, the URL: it's futureofwork24hrs.space. Futureofwork24hours.space. And is it? It's free
1: it's a uh, it's pay what you can you can just show right, okay. up. our tickets are 20 bucks but you can oh. also just uh, uh, so it's not like this is i mean we're not earning money on it it's a it's a passion project of ours um uh, so and it's around, it's where people discussing future of work, where they come with their problems, where they come with s- solutions they've had, they maybe have done research within this, they want to hear what other people have done, they want to share their own knowledge. So future of work is both around hybrid and remote collaboration, but it's yep. also around doing very different ways, doing self-organizing pieces, splintering some of those hierarchies we typically have at work, doing things radically or not so radically, but a little bit different than what we maybe have always done.
0: I love it. I can't wait to check that out. Thanks, Lena. You
1: should. <laughs> uh, okay.
0: So, last thing, I've got to ask you a question. We ask it of all of our guests, Lena, uh, around this topic. If you were going to write a book, and you may, I'm shocked you don't have a series of these, but if you were going to write a book on the topic, what would, what would the title, what would the message, the title of the book be?
1: Oh, my God. Um, I did write a book in my previous career. So,
0: I've done it.
1: On another topic. Um, but, um, something around uh, asynchronous sparks. Oh, yeah asynchronous sparks. So what happens when we don't have to be synchronous together? It doesn't have to happen right on top of each other, right at the same time. Mm -hmm. What sparks can happen when we're actually opening up for that space that I created a video to send to you, you thought about that, then you added something in an online board, some other of our colleagues added something in, it's percolating for a week, and then we're having a meeting synchronous together and all that all those sparks come to be together to then a conversation so yeah asynchronous sparks that maybe.
0: sounds like a productivity firework show is what
1: ooh yes that maybe be the sub <laughs> it. all right
0: so i'm going to put you on the spot as i love to do who gets the first signed copy
1: oh my husband
0: oh that's awesome
1: <laughs> he's the one who uh who, um, yeah he he's yeah he thinks I'm a rock star. Oh, you know, why can you not love that? Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> he's well, he's my you. backup. He's he's always there. Yes. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, then, in that case, I'm not going to ask you what you would write. We'll ju- we'll leave that between the two. <laughs> Lena, thank you so much for joining us. We're really excited that you that you cut time out of your super busy schedule uh, to join us. We love the lecture series. I just I want to remind anybody if you have. Uh, if you are a CXR member, you get full access in the library. It's uh, You can find the lecture at cxr.works slash lecture. Uh, if you are, and, and within that lecture, so obviously we have the one hour video, but we also have a list of resources that Lena shared with us. Uh, we'll add these resources that she's mentioned to that list. If you are not a CXR member and you want those list of resources, email me. Uh, it's Chris at CXR.works. I will get you that full list. You can't see the video. That's for the members, but we will give you the full list of all the resources that she shared. And Lena, I just want to thank you again. You, you're just a rock star and we're just so appreciative <laughs> of the time out. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks for inviting me. Have a good one. Right. Hang
0: out in the green room. We'll talk in just a second.